was Wrestling Paradise has turned into a war zone. A war zone. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Skylar Sig Daddy Sigmund, alongside my assistant to the host, my assistant, I'll just say, J.O., and uh, we're going to be talking about some AEW here today because, my God, the last week of news has just been ridiculous. The news, like there was one thing that completely overshadowed everything. You already know what that is. We're going to discuss that, and we're going to give you our thoughts on that as well. So we'll get into that here in a moment. Also, just wanted to say we'll be we'll go back to that series we were going to do. Not uh, it was a series, but like. We were going to follow up that 2016. Why 2016 was the last great year for WWE with uh, why 2017 was an awful year. We'll get back to that here in the uh, very near future. But we, we thought we should cover AEW this week since it's been an incredible news week for them. Not, not in the best way. No, not an incredible in a good way. It was an incredibly bad week for them, uh, to say the least, J.O. You are not wrong, Sig Daddy. <laughs> Uh, I remember just keep checking Twitter, refreshing, and hearing all of these new things that were coming out and just trying to keep up with all the madness. Crazy, crazy week. It's overwhelming, to be honest. It's pretty overwhelming. Uh, we'll also talk about – I'm going to give you my theory on where this backstage problems start, where why these are happening now more so than they ever were in the, la- la- the first, what, Three years of existence for AEW. Yeah, I'm gonna let. I'm, well, I have a theory. I have a theory. We'll get into it here momentarily. But firstly, all out. We're like, okay, we're, this is gonna be a solid show. It was. AEW usually puts out really good pay per views. This was not one of their best ones by any stretch of the imagination. To be honest, it was a good one. It was good, but it wasn't to the level of the other ones. I put this in the bottom tier. But there was still some great wrestling involved. Um, like, there were some questionable booking decisions at certain points, but I thought there were still some great matches, including Punk and Moxley, the main event, the trio's tag title match, which well, you look at those two matches historically now, they're kind of irrelevant at this point. Right, kind of puts a blemish on the, not just the matches, the entire pay-per-view now. Yeah. You're, you're, so you're the only honest. so if you look at that, yeah, those two without those two blemishes, the only really bright spot I thought in the show was the AEW World Tag Team Championship match between Swerve and Our Glory and the Acclaimed. My God, that was my favorite match of the night. The crowd involvement, Bowen selling. Everything was just so great about it. The swerve and Keith Lee adjusting on the fly, going heel mid-match. It was perfect. It was perfect. Like, I, it, it was literally like the acclaims, the acclaimed, the acclaims. How do you, the acclaimed, I don't know how to say it. They're coming out party because they had a fantastic match. And then it, it was, people were, like online, we're on the on the Twitterverse. We're thinking they should have switched the booking mid match. I don't think so. This makes it. This makes the moment when they do win it even bigger. By the way, they have a rematch set up at AEW Grand Slam coming up in just a few weeks. So we're in a good spot. 
with them, I think. But we get Punk winning the AEW World Championship again. Then we have Kenny Omega and the Bucks winning the trios tag titles. And then the media... Then the media scrum happens. And oh boy. (laughs) Uh, J.O., what was your take on Punk's comments? I sent you a video clip on the media scrum. How could you describe it to the folks at home if they haven't seen it already, which I'm surprised if you haven't. If, if you just, if you zoomed in on punk, I didn't think it was first anything out of the ordinary, but the, the story is told from uh cons reactions and looking at that overall, and then just rewatching it. That's when I started things like, oh shoot, this there's some there's some realness to this. There's there's something going on here, and it it gave me. I mean, CM Punk's no stranger to calling it like it is. We all know that. So, knowing that and seeing the reactions to Khan, all that together, that's what got me thinking. Okay, this is legit. There's some yeah. There's some there's something going on here. There's legitimate beef here, and yeah. what Punk did kind of give you a cliff note version of it. He pretty much went over the whole thing with Cole Cabana. I don't even know if he was asked about it, but he pretty much covered it and he didn't want anything. He was pretty much, he got pissed off because someone leaked a rumor and he was assuming it was one of the EVPs that punk wanted him fired. Punk wanted Colt Cabana fired Mm because punk and Colt Cabana, they had their legal issues after that episode they did of the art of wrestling, uh, that, uh, something against Chris Damon, the uh, athletic trainer at WWE, all this stuff. This is like almost seven years, seven, eight years later. About, it's about seven, eight years or so later. Punk's tired of he- talking about it, but he's pissed that someone's out leaking rumors on the EVPs. And he called Hangman Page a dumb, yeah, yeah F word at one point. <laughs> and then he, he was just, he was angry. And he's t- he said at one point he's tired of working with kids like that don't listen if I re- if I remember that ex- correct. So from Fightful Select, this is what is said. This is this is the Bucks side of the story. The Bucks and Kenny Omega side of the story. They went to talk to Punk, just like he said at the media scrum. That anyone can take it up with him, pretty much. This is all in quote quotes. Uh, so Bucks and Omega side of things say they didn't, they opened the door and were trying to, as soon as before Matt Jackson could even say anything, Punk threw a sucker punch at his face. Ooh. Then Nick Jackson tried to intervene. And then Ace Steel, Punk's buddy, one of the coaches in AEW, allegedly threw a chair that hit Nick in the eye. As for Omega, he was trying to remove Punk's dog, who was at the show, Larry. He's barking and going crazy. Jesus, I didn't know a dog was involved. Yeah, well, they were it was showing Punk was walking his dog before the show, into like as he was arriving at the show with Ace Steel. Um, once he, once Omega got the dog out of the room, he tried to get Ace Steel off of uh, Nick Jackson, and then bit. Kenny Omega's hair bit Kenny Omega and pulled on his hair. End quote. 
Jeez. And so <laughs> eventually it's just yeah. hair pulling, there's biting. This is a fight. And Punk apparently alleged they kicked the door down. So there's that. There's two sides of the story. Anyway, the Justin Barrasso report that uh, he's they, all these guys are suspended, including uh, including coaches that weren't even really in the fight. They were just there to break it up. Like uh, Omega, Matt Jackson, Matt Nick Jackson, Pat Buck, Christopher Daniels, Michael Nakazawa, and Brandon Cutler. They were all suspended. And then, so, so then they suspend all those guys. Punk has a meeting with uh, Tony Khan yesterday. That was the, uh, the, uh, that was a report. I'm pretty sure from Fightful that, uh, that they had that meeting, Punk and, Tony Khan, where he could have been fired from the company, but I don't think he is right now. As of right now, I've heard anything about him being fired, but I haven't seen him either. It's this is a very tumultuous situation right now. And to add on to all this, J.O., it was reported on Wrestling Observer Radio that Punk needs surgery now. He's out six to eight months. Man. <laughs> So even with even if there wasn't a suspension, he would have been gone anyway. Mm-hmm. And the, what sucks about this situation so much, like God, MJF had his return on at all, all out, and it was fan freaking tastic. It was great. The way it was executed at the end of the show was perfect. But no then, one's talking but, about it. But then, yeah, no one's talking about it because all this other backstage BS takes place. Where's the leadership here? And like, Con, uh, so Jo, should Tony have should have Tony should Tony Khan have stopped Punk during that scrum, like just stopped him completely? Because he literally was not that I'm defending either side. Both sides are wrong in some way or another. Maybe because it's it, it's hard. I I doubt he could have predicted that it would have escalated to that. I bet but, he was thinking, like, okay, Punk's pissed. I'll let him have his have his words. I mean, fuck, it'll probably be a decent. Uh, headlines get some attention but that that's all it'll be it'll just be this tantrum i de- i don't think he knew it could have escalated that into that much well, he brought the evps in on it that's the thing true yeah when you start bringing in management and stuff like that then well, the yeah, found, yeah, some of the founding members probably, of the company yeah he probably he probably could have maybe he, gave he, him stepped, a, he crossed the line there yeah, he probably could have given him a, a quick bump or something or just leaned in and was like, bro, you need to chill. Like, come on. And but maybe that maybe maybe that would have made it worse. Like maybe he would have started on stage in front of the cameras and then it just escalate into who knows if it could have been worse. 
there's a third party involved in this, by the way, that is part of the uh, investigate in the is an external third parties investigating this uh, backstage in- incident, according to sources. That's through the SI report by Justin Barrasso. But both sides are in the wrong here it's in, in some way or another. Because you can't just let stuff escalate to that point. You gotta work the shit out. Sorry, pardon my language. You gotta work it out at some point, or otherwise this is gonna fester and fester and fester and fester, and then it's gonna turn into a big blow up like we just saw last weekend. Right. Like it's in my in my theory. Here's my theory on this, Jo. To every and to everyone at home, Cody Rhodes's departure is a part of this is part of this why this happened because none of this crap had happened to this level before cody left can't be a coincidence there's it's a coincidence because every because you know the eddie kingston sammy guevara situation where sammy fat shamed eddie kingston and eddie kingston took a swing at him that didn't happen before that I know of, that's been reported. The locker room, like, is not in good shape right now there. It used to be, like, a freaking paradise. But now it's turned into a disaster, which led to a meeting, for, according to Fightful Select, between the talent and Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, and John Moxley leading a meeting yesterday. Well, who's Who led this meeting? Danielson. Jericho and Moxley. See, if there were people who I thought would have been, who I think could be leaders, it'd be those guys. Yeah, definitely be those guys. But uh, my lord, it, I feel like I just that Cody depart, Cody leaving, really affected things backstage. Yeah, I would agree. He was the, you know, leading guy in all of this, the heart and soul of AW. Well, now well, he's you, gone. Well you, well, you know that he had he's had experience working in, in other major companies, like W. Like he not only has the independent and not completely major major league like WWE, not like he worked below WWE and at WWE level. He knows how stuff works there. At, He's been everywhere. He's done it all. And that experience is very helped him key. This. Yeah. Like, nothing against Kenny or the Bucks. Those guys don't have that kind of WWE experience, like experiencing backstage like that at a major, major league level. No, and with all the in, with all the moving parts involved in something like this, you need to be able to know how to handle it. You need to be able to know how to handle it. Like, not that I was a fan of Cody's late work in AEW. I, I was not, for the most part. I was not a fan of his Cody-verse-related stuff. But, man, as a leader backstage, you could tell there's a difference between him when, him, when he was there and when, they, when he left. There is a stark difference because this, this got to a ridiculous level and – they're gonna have it's gonna have to there's gonna be it's gonna take some time to make up for this problem and there's gonna be legal ramifications 
Who knows? Ace Steel's probably fired. CM Punk is probably not going to be fired, but he's going to be, he's out for eight months and stuff. And he's probably going to get suspended on top of that. You mean even after the eight months, he's going to be suspended again? I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. That's probably, Man, not, that's not likely. It's a little overboard, but still, Punk and the Bucks and Kenny got suspended, and uh, people that were just involved trying to break up the fight got suspended just to cover their butts, pretty much. And you think the you think the suspensions were justified, right? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I, I when I read that, I was actually kind of glad. Like, okay, they're laying laying the hammer down, which they should. If, if you're thing. if you're involved in any way of in this situation, it, it, it only make it's like here's a comparison, Jo. Let's get into sports here, really. It's like a bench clearing brawl in basketball. Even if you're not involved in the fight, and it's like a ridiculously big, big fight, like the mouse at the palace. As a Pacers fan, I'm reminded of that constantly. Yep. People who weren't even involved in the fight got suspended for for games. Yeah, there were plenty of people just trying Reggie to... Mil- Reggie Miller was injured, and he had to come off the bench, and they suspended him for games, for a few games. So if you're, if you're involved in any way getting off the bench, you're going to get suspended. It's just the same thing here. You're involved at all in this situ, this scuffle, breaking it up or whatever, you're going to get suspended probably. Most likely. But I, it's just the Cody thing. It's the Cody factor, I'm, I'm telling you. Because the, we don't see this stuff happen. We didn't see this stuff happening beforehand. There was a little like talk, chatter about backstage being there was a little the Bucks and Cody don't really talk and all that, but nothing that's this kind of extreme. Yeah, and, not to this extreme. Nothing no, nothing came out. Yeah, because I mean, who knows what kind of other stuff was brewing, but Cody being there was able to just simmer it down and then get it handled. Yeah, and Hangman Page when that that situation arise because I, I, if I, if it's, if I'm correct here is because punk page took a shot at punk during a promo talking about him being about workers rights. And he said, he's been the opposite since he's been here about that. Man. Someone out of someone has to, Everyone, the VPs, of course, have to do their part, but everyone. Well, it's everything comes down to Tony at the end. Yeah, yeah. And I asked you the other day, it's like you know, does what experience does he really have of running something like this? Like, does he know how to handle a situation like this? Because his dad runs the Jaguars. Yeah, but this is a wrestling organization. This is like, yeah, you need people there. He needs to delegate. That's what it is. At a certain point, he's got to delegate. Oh, yeah. He he can't fix this by himself by any means. There's no way he can fix it by himself. But, yeah, that's... Gosh, it's so frustrating. Because the company had been on a kind of a hot streak recently. Like, not recently, but the last few years, they've been building some momentum up a bit. But this... yeah takes it down slightly and honestly i'm not sure if they're gonna feel the 
the absence of punk moving forward as much as people think they will. And this doesn't shine the best of light on punk again. No. Because it just sounds like he's coming off as an ass backstage too. There were signs of that in the big dub also, wasn't there? Yeah. And so but, the, he, I, I love punk. I love him as a performer. He's fan freaking tastic. But man, his like very forthright with what he says. And that doesn't, yeah. Brad doesn't rub people the wrong way all the time. Saying, I'm not saying like not sugarcoating stuff, but like when he says it very bluntly, it's like, God. And he, and there was a, they, they showed there was somebody that spliced two different promos from last year and this year <laughs> together where Punk says, I'm ready to work with all these hungry young guys. And then a year later, exactly pretty much exactly a year later it's like i'm i'm tired of these young kids not i'm old i'm tired of these young kids not listening i'm tired of working i'm tired of working with kids he says i'm old i'm tired of working with kids who don't want to listen or that. something like that i'm like oh, yeah lord what a year changing, his, changing his tune real quick like dude he looks like he's aged like four or five years in a year yeah, yes, he, he has some white in his old goatee. <laughs> like he looks like he aged since la- like quite a bit since last year. Maybe it's the stress of everything that's been slowly boiling on and then just finally erupting this past weekend. And then also Hangman Page, he apparently said during some press conference at some point that he doesn't listen to advice anymore. Really listen to advice, which is not probably the best thing to say at the age of just 30, 31, but. uh, Wait, Punk doesn't take advice anymore? Page, Hangman Page. page. Okay. Okay. Oh, man, that's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do is. Stop learning. Yeah, I was about to say, not even just professional wrestlers. The worst thing anybody can do, man, woman, child, is to stop. Yeah, stop learning. I. uh... See, like, I agree. There's, like, certain points on both sides I I get. And then there's other things that's, like, God. But then Punk's, like, off that prom, off that thing, Punk's going off assumptions that an EVP leaked that information about Colt, about Punk wanting Colt fired. So so does he have an actual source that did it or like i know he's not going to bluntly state a source but it's like okay who told you this right and if it is a evp then that's another fault of the people up top so you're, you're why are you doing this like what why why would you what gain do you what do you get out of this really we're all yeah, trying to make this a successful company and you're kind of I, I don't know. This is this is where you need more people like because everything like everything comes down to Tony at this point. There's gotta be other people involved in this these kinds of situations that can help fix the problem. I know everything comes down to Tony, but there's gotta be a way to delegate this because it's just the wild, wild west backstage, it seems like. Yeah, no, it 
I would love to see how things are going back there. Because you know, cause you know how stringent the WWE backstage stuff is. They're like incredibly strict. But it just oh, seems like the wild, wild west in AEW. It's like, okay, we need to meet somewhere in the middle here. Right. I, I would think. Not that I'm an expert on anything. I know jack shit about anything wrestling backstage. I just feel like you got there's got to be some kind of medium you got to reach at some point. Because you can't just have everyone run, everyone just doing whatever the hell they want. You can't. They need gotta, an undertaker. Like somebody said, uh, wrestlers court. I'm like, eh, that's not probably the best idea, but maybe they do need it. Who knows? I mean, shit. That's what WWE have been doing for years, and you know, it worked at some like point. It yeah, it started. It started working at some point. Yeah, but oh. In other news, too, besides MJF returning, Christian Cage will be out for nine months, likely, according to Meltzer. So that's great. Another injury. Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish is gone from the company as well, if you don't know already. Adam Cole is still out that I know of. And gee, me Christmas. AEW is down bad. They, though the ratings are not down bad, I'll say that. Well, of course they're not, because this has been the most interesting, as a person who, you know, can admit that they're a casual, this is the most exciting AEW has seemed to me in a, in a while. I tuned in uh, Wednesday night for a little bit just to see the ramifications of what happened. Yeah, J.O. Yeah, yeah, doesn't usually tune in. Yeah, you don't tune in usually. I usually don't, not to AEW. Um but I, I wanted to see what was going on. And uh, I, I, I went, wanted to mention, like, I, I texted you it, but my God, Tony Khan looks like he's dying on the inside when he was giving that announcement. Yeah, he was, well, he, he was not even blinking at all, really. No. Um, Poor guy. So what, what, but the thing was, even though they had, that was a bad news week for them, a really, 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 really bad news week for them. AEW Dynamite was a much needed reprieve from that. Like it was good. I it was it was a really good episode. I thought first uh, episode, full episode, I checked out and just in a little bit. But uh, AEW, according to Brian Alvarez, he sent out the ratings this week. If from they drew over one million viewers this week. Mm. So that's a good week for them. Brian Alvarez uh, tweeted that out earlier. Um, we had a really good MJF cut a baby face promo at the beginning of the show. Uh, before turning heel after John Moxley come out, came out and he cut like a very impassioned promo. Uh, did you see that part, J.O.? Uh, I think I saw, I was reading the tweets people were talking about it, but I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see the promo. It was very, it was very good promo. If you haven't checked it all out already, it's definitely on YouTube. You can, you'll find it. And I, I remember, I think John like referenced the backstage politics BS and that's not what it was supposed to be about when this company was founded. And, uh, so it was, he was very good and very impassioned. The guy, the guy could cut a promo on a broom. I literally tweeted that out last night. He could cut a promo about a broom. Yeah. And I and I could be he could cut an impassioned promo about a broom and I'd be invested in it. But with that with even though it's being overshadowed, 
it's definitely something AEW does need to have MJF come, come back. I think it's something they sorely will need, especially with the absence of everyone. Well, MJF Injury is bad. Yeah, MJF needed he was a much welcome sight back on the show. Like it was yeah, he was needed. Like it it was he was great too. He he did fantastic in his role uh on the show. And uh we also in the you also noticed if you didn't notice in the, the intros to the show, Punk nor the Bucks were featured on that. Really? Bucks and Kenny Omega. I know at least I yeah it was, I'm pretty sure the Bucks and the Bucks Kenny Omega and Punk were not featured on the video package to start the show. Man, they're quick with it. They're on point with that. They're on point with that. But uh, Tony Khan did announce on the show that new trios champions were going to be crowned, as well as a new AEW World Champion. But the trios trios championships would be decided that night, where Death Triangle defeated Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. Very fun trios match. Death Triangle gets the dub. Pack is a double champ now. Two pack. Two pack. Yep. Oh, two pack. Yeah. All Atlantic champ and now the trios champions. I was hoping actually Orange Cassidy and Best Friends won it, but that's okay. Uh, I can. I'll take Death Triangle winning it. It'll probably set up a good match for the future with uh, the Elite when they do return, depending how long the suspension is. But uh, that was good. As well as this first round matchup in the AEW World Championship Tournament, they did announce that that's going to culminate at Arthur Ashe Stadium on September 21st. First round matchups, first of the first round matchups are Hangman Adam Page taking on Brian Danielson. And so Danielson did not have a win against Hangman Adam Page yet. He was 0-1-1. They had a great series of matches that happened free on TV, I'll have you. Uh, and they had another banger on free TV. Brian Danielson actually gets the win this time with a O'Connor roll with a bridge, advancing him to the semifinals to take on Chris Jericho, who has the bye. Second second round match will be uh, second first round match will be on Rampage this Friday. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Uh, John Moxley will take on the winner of that. As when that like like I said, Jericho will take on Danielson in the semifinal. Final takes place. At AEW Dynamite Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe, September 21st. So that'll be an interesting tournament. I'm kind of tired of tournaments at this point, but what else? <laughs> like, what else can they do really at this point? Fair, yeah. Because I, really, I think they want to hold really off. Good. They want to hold off MJF winning the title, at least. And uh, CM Punk winning the title. We've learned a few things through this process, everybody. CM Punk is not meant to hold the AEW World Championship. <laughs> it's cursed up for him. He gets hurt and and or suspended. Or both. Or fired. No, he's not think he's fired, but he's definitely suspended. That's, or well, he's definitely he's injured, so he's gonna have to have surgery. He'll be out a while. So that's pretty much suspension in itself. But we also got a an announcement, J.O. The acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory 2 for Arthur Ashe. Grand Slam. That was Pretty smart. Solid. That was smart. And what they did was even smarter. How this was executed. How they so everyone was hyped. It's like, oh man, Max Caster's gonna come out with this epic rap tonight. 
he is going to it's like everyone was looking forward to that but as he was getting ready to cut it to wrap swerve strickland comes out interrupts him it was great perfect (laughs) it uh, it was and swerve was total heel there because everyone hated that they were just waiting waiting for the pro for the the uh the rap from caster but we got the announcement later on the show for that tag championship match hopefully they actually crown the acclaimed there because i think it's about it's about time because they're just hot if you got to capitalize when they're hot agreed and i know ftr is waiting in the wings at some point ftr was asking also asking for first dibs which i i, I agree they should they should have been champions a long time ago again but that's all right and uh, then at the end of the show, we get Danielson, Daniel Garcia defeating Wheeler Yuta in his hometown to uh, win the ROH Pure Championship. Yeah, so Daniel Garcia in Buffalo, New York, wins the AEW, not the AEW, but the ROH Pure Championship. Really good match there as well. Yeah, Danielson come out at the end because if you don't know, Danielson and Garcia had a series of matches recently. And Danielson's trying to tell him, you're a wrestler, you're a wrestler, not a sports entertainer. So this this friction between Garcia and he's having to choose sides between Jericho's Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, the and uh, Blackpool Combat Club. It's a really cool dynamic. And uh, this should be fun. It makes for compelling TV moving forward, but this is a much needed reprieve. Really good show. Just get us all, get us get our focus away from all the freaking drama. Yeah, this hopefully not so, as they put behind them. I don't mean ignore, but yeah, just keep moving forward with the company, put on some good wrestling matches, and then it's that's really the best thing they can do for it. Yeah, the show's professional wrestling there, so hopefully they can keep up these good shows and just get, other people are going to get an opportunity now that Punk's not on the show. Yeah, and so that'll that, that'll help things and. We'll see who the new world champion is. I'm hoping it's Danielson, actually, by the end of this. I'd like that. That'd be dope. I'd like it, too. Or Moxley, man. I don't care. Moxley could be a (laughs) – Moxley can hold the championship anytime. I think they're kind of foreshadowing that as him winning in the title again, which I don't really care because the dude's a freaking MVP. He was the MVP during the pandemic era. This dude was about to go on vacation. He got called to come back because Punk was – yeah, the Punk situation happened, so – you know what? The ace. He's the ace, as people like to say. He is the ace of AEW. John Moxley is. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, because he, he, whenever you need him, he will come in the clutch. Good match. Got a pro, good promo. Anything you need from him, he's going to do when you need him to do it. 100%. Couldn't agree more. All right. So that'll conclude our talk about AEW this week. Uh, Coming up next week on the show, we'll talk about 2017 being an awful, 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 poopy, shitty year for a a WWE. (laughs) Mark my words. Even though Braun Strowman was a bright spot in that year, it's still a shitty year. We'll talk about that here next week on the show. J.O., where can everyone find you before we go? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Jeremy Ordos, all lowercase. 
All right. You can find Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show on Facebook, Twitter, and on TikTok at Sig Daddy Wrestling and on Instagram at Sig Daddy Wrestle. You, you can listen to Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show wherever you get your podcasts, whether, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Amazon Music, wherever you can get your dang podcast. You can probably find Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. Maybe you should subscribe. Maybe you should give it a five-star review if you like the show. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, folks. But be ready for 2017 next year, because next year, next week, my Lord. But, yeah, we'll be back with that 2017 being an awful year for WWE for next week's episode. So until next time, that's J.O. I'm Skylar Sig Daddy Sigman signing off saying thanks for listening and so long, everybody.